Hello and welcome to the last episode of season two. Has it really been a year already? I cannot believe it. As always, I like to end the year with my top restaurant list and now also the fourth year of an accompanying palette award. It's one I personally delivered to the restaurant teams over the next couple of months. I will get to all of it in a few minutes, I promise, but I have to get some information out of the way first. Number one, thank you so much for listening in. It means a lot, especially for such a new podcast. Know that with the exception of the restaurant review episodes when the hubs joins me, I work the entire brand on my own. That means hosting and recording these episodes, editing, uploading the podcast um, to podcast platforms, and then the promo materials such as photos and reels, which feed directly to all of my social accounts. And in case you don't know, that's my website, thewetpalette.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Threads, and YouTube. In addition, anything that you see on those accounts that isn't a podcast isn't podcast related was chosen, photographed, and paid for by me. Which leads to number two. None of what I do is monetized, and this is where you come in. You might not realize it, but just sharing these episodes or social media posts, commenting on them or interacting with them is so important to me. It costs you nothing, but it helps the podcast and the wet palette. Uh, blog stand out and gain exposure because number three it's important to me to keep my content honest and candid and something I can only do if I am not paid for my opinion that said the only way to monetize without it being a conflict of interest is here on the podcast so not on the social media or the website if you can think of any company that would be a great fit and interested please reach out and let me know Obviously, it cannot be restaurants, but it can be maybe beverage brands or events, hotels, spas, health products, retail stores, transportation or travel companies, or things like that. The reach of you, the listener, by those brands is priceless. Most of you either work in the industry or or are obsessed with food, wine, and travel like me. So think about it and send leads my way, okay? That's it. Back to the awards. The restaurants receiving the Palette Awards offer the total package. And you might have heard or read this spiel before if you read it on the website already. But this is for those of you who are listening in just to find out who the top 23 are. These are the restaurants you visit to sit for dinner. So sit for dinner. Not the ones that you go grab a bite, order a few things, stop in, or just enjoy some cocktails. You can do all of those things. And enjoy it at any of my top 23 locations so it's dinner as a leisurely experience not as an afterthought or just a selfie op a few restaurants have shifted significantly within the list compared to other years some were removed due to closure or inconsistency and know that i don't add any restaurants that open during the last quarter of the year and why it might take longer longer for some of them to be ranked this is my 11th year posting this list and the fourth as i said with a corresponding palette award. I reserved, ordered, photographed, ate and paid at these restaurants and no one asked me nor pay me to do so. Supporting our local restaurants clearly brings me joy and I am passionate about Miami's food scene. My criteria, what do I mean by the total package? Exceptional food. First and foremost, obviously, the food. Are these dishes that moved or stayed with me long after leaving the restaurant? Is the menu different than anything else found in South Florida? Is the menu enticing and cohesive? 
How much care went into composing a dish? Is it thrown together or skillfully plated? Are the ingredients used of excellent quality? And ultimately, is it fucking good? The consistency. Consistency plays a significant role in my decision for placement, and although the awards, technically speaking, are for the restaurant's performance in, 20, performance in 2023, I do consider more. How do they consistently deliver the same caliber of experience year after year? Hmm. Sips. A notable beverage program can be found at most of these. Visits. I only add a new restaurant to the list if I have visited it at least three times. Restaurant visits for those already listed vary. I still try to dine in multiple times and follow their annual progress closely. And more. From the tiniest mom and pop restaurant listed to the poshest one, these spots all exude character and evoke a feeling once in the space. Did the staff go out of their way to offer stellar service? Did the team pay attention to the details from arrival throughout dinner? Were reservations honored? How are any arising issues resolved? How many menu options are offered for the, di- for the diner? Is it the same menu at all times? Are they incorporating any local sources? Do they function for and are they invested in Miami? Or are they merely a soulless copy-paste import concept? Ready? Use this list as a reference when making your next reservation and as a springboard to keep the conversation about Miami restaurants going. Number 23, Leku. Hidden within the grounds of the Rubel Museum, this Basque-style restaurant offers exciting a la carte options and a tasty menu. No meal here is complete without the signature Iberian pork tartare and the Basque cheese tart. The experience delivers it all. Delicious food, warm service, gorgeous decor, and super sips. A newish takeover by Chef Carlos Garcia might bring a different side to Leco we have yet to see, and time will tell. Number 22, La Fresa Francesa. A Hialeah meets Paris fairy tale. Charming owners Chef Benoit and Sandy are the heart of this dreamy operation, and it shows. Filled with antiques and curiosities throughout the restaurant space, you can't help but transport to yesteryear. Tropical Miami touches on the menu remind you this isn't your typical French cafe. You can find a truffled egg and cocotte, a croque monsieur, or a roasted quail on any given day. Pero aquí tienen guayaba and papaya sprinkled on some dishes. Fun tip! There's even a clever use of a pastelito on a dish. And more importantly, Fresa serves the best damn crepes in Miami-Dade. I said what I said. Number 21, Bourbon Steak. In a city so preoccupied with the latest trends and looks but not enough attention to customer service, it's nice to know that a magical place such as Bourbon Steak exists. An exceptional modern steakhouse with classic roots, skills, and incredible panache Besides the intense commitment to the food serve, the overall experience for the guests must be as close to perfect as humanly possible, which the team takes very seriously. The extensive wine list and equally spectacular handmade cocktails and spirits list has something for everyone. Not to be missed is the trio of duck fat french fries. Number 20, Lion and the Rambler. Chef Michael Bolin opened his restaurant in Coral Gables last year. He continues to navigate Miami's complex culinary jungle with great skill, humility, and grace. This year saw the reintroduction of the tasting menu concept with which he did op- open initially. The courses, 
highlighting fresh and local ingredients change weekly depending on availability and inspiration. The one constant during each visit, the bread. Made in-house every day with fresh milk heirloom grains, I cannot get enough. Number 19, Osaka Cocina Nikkei. One of the very few restaurants on this list with several other locations of their concept worldwide. I don't know about Lima, Buenos Aires, Santiago, Sao Paulo, Quito, Bogota, or London, but in Miami, this Nikkei gem impresses with plenty of stunning dishes unlike any other. The tuna foie, hotate truffle, niku tartare, and the pato mochero remain my favorites. Consistent quality and attentive service with every visit keep me coming back and raving about Osaka. Joining the list for the first time at 18 Marigold's Brasserie. No stranger to Winwood, Chef Bradley Kilgore of Alter, Ama, Ember, and Kaido fame finally returned with his new Florida-inspired brasserie, Marigold's, a new beginning with him with Miami Diners. Some menu items, like the beignet and the ricotta pillows, remind me of Kilgore's pre-pandemic past favorite, Ember. But Marigold stands on its own. Despite its inaugural year, the menu already feels strong and it is executed nicely by the current team in place. Also new to the list at 17, Beauty and the Butcher. This new Coral Gables Beauty by Top Chef alum Jeremy Ford has finally spread its wings. Timid at first and now ready for the limelight. Proudly showcasing a new tasting menu, the team's talent and strengths shine through. From the opening breads and spreads to the glorious closing desserts, it's apparent that much time and love have gone into creating their progression. The Garridon cheese service is one of the many highlights and the only one in South Florida. Beauty and the Butcher came to elevate the game and play. The result? Fire. At 16, back to ghee. This family-owned Indian kitchen by Chef Nivin Patel of Herba, Mame, and Orno continues to deliver an unforgettable experience. When visiting for the first time, I highly recommend the tasting menu and a smoked lamb neck supplement. Dinner at Ghee stays with you long after it concludes. Bite after bite, year after year, infused with love, spice, and everything nice, I am still crushing on Ghee. At number 15, Fukia. This is not your classic Viet spot. Everything about this place screams cool. Graffiti, neon, and vintage touches. There's a cohesive message that shines through. Fukia has got soul. No doubt about that. A 2011 pop-up started it all, so they are OG Miami royalty. Boss Annie and Chef Caesar have worked hard through the years to fine-tune their menu, cocktails, and wine program. It's food I crave often. The crispy imperial rolls, the PY noodles, and smoked short rib never leave my order. Don't believe me? Just ask them. They might as well name it the wet palette special. Expect a casual and trendy vibe and know that Fukia doesn't overlook service and quality, despite its casual nature. At 14, Boya Day. Hidden within an unassuming strip in Little Haiti, the Michelin-starred restaurant is small but grand in character and style. The high-quality eats never skip a beat. Reservations take some work to come by, but if you make it and you dine with a party of four food enthusiasts up for the challenge, trying every food menu item is a definite possibility. Despite it being casual, service and wine are equally important as the food at Boya Day. Also, check out the bathroom vodka monkeys. Just check them out. Let me know when you do. You're welcome. 
at number 13 and making its entrance to my list is Matisse in Midtown. This exciting newcomer is a breath of fresh air and it's crafted by local culinary virtuoso chef Valerie Chang. Stepping foot inside feels like entering Valerie's cherished family home. The ambience akin to festive occasions that pick up steam as the night goes on, sounds with dance stirring tunes, and that's the authentic night type, not the typical Miami oomph oomph tiki tiki. It encouraged me to sway and immerse myself in animated conversation while relishing every morsel. This beautiful homage to Chef Valerie's beloved grandmother cast a spell on me from day one. With her tortitas de maíz, succulent camarones, and rich arroz con pato, each bite full of that Peruvian sabor criollo made with love and sealed with soul. Number 12, Maquialina, a go-to, a solid, and Miami original favorite. Dinner at Maquialina feels like entering a warm and inviting home, not a business establishment. The vibe is familiar and casual without an ounce of pretentiousness. Service is welcoming and thorough. The pasta-centric menu keeps me addicted and I can always count on finding a new gem off their wine list. At number 11, first time on the list, is Claw. When Claw says it's fresh, they mean it. The Norwegian king crabs are imported once a week, alive and fresh, and then stored on site. They are then prepared tableside and served with garlic and lemon butter. The restaurant, located at the former historic home of International Fine Arts College and the Miami Women's Club, respected and honored the building's original architectural details during the restoration pro um, project. The final result? A stunning property taking over the fourth floor and rooftop area. The service provided is professional yet personable and approachable. Number 10. Coat Korean Steakhouse. A Korean steakhouse offering steak omakase with a Michelin star? Okay. Oh, yes. The vibe, electric and contagious, still feels intimate throughout the 5,900 square foot restaurant. The staff at Coat enthusiastically parades through the space with intent and purpose. It is clear this is a team effort. Coat takes great pride in the domestic prime grade, dry aging select cuts in-house, all natural American Wagyu hybrid and imported Japanese Wagyu, only sourcing A5, the highest grade, with marbling scores of 8 to 12 are served. Great care and detail also went into the development of the beverage program. Lamar at number 9. So important to note that they have been on the list since 2014. The unparalleled Miami views win you over before you even take a bite. But it's not about the location. Led by the skilled chef Diego Oca, Lamar by Gaston Agudio serves outstanding upscale Asian Peruvian food. Service is always on point, and the delicious seafood-heavy items keep diners returning. This year, Lamar upped the ante with the most stellar additions to the menu since first coming on my list. An exciting new tasty menu is slowly being introduced and paired with a new line of pottery that has been handmade by Oka. At number 8, Zitza. Words cannot adequately express how much I still love Zitz. How is this much flavor in one bite possible, I often think? Damn, that was good. I comment course after course every single time. Zitzum's tasty menu continues evolving into Chef Zitzman's dream vision. He tweaks, he adds, he creates, and never stops moving. All we diners have to do is sit back and enjoy the show. Phenomenal. Now, I have a warning for Chef. 
the Bing bread ever comes off the menu, I will riot. And I mean it. Please keep it on. Number seven, new addition to the list, Tambourine Room. Tambourine Room checks all the boxes. This gem hides inside Miami Beach's historic Carillon Hotel. The small team of three in the kitchen offers a luxurious fine dining journey similar to those I've experienced at two Michelin-starred kitchens. Of course, it was no surprise to have Tambourine Room be the sole one-star addition to the 2023 Michelin Guide Miami section. While the vibe is relaxed and friendly, the food and service are taken very seriously. The team always hyper-focuses on the overall guest experience and strives to perform at their best at all times. Another newcomer placing very high on my list, number six, Brasserie Laurel. Sexy, savory, and sensational. The French-inspired Brasserie Laurel by the Ariette Hospitality Group opened and immediately performed like it'd been around for years. Next-level dining in every category. The foie gras options on the menu are truly special. Seared with a berry gastrique, a perfect canelle and cacao nibs, or a pate topped with a grape must jelly and accompanied by some delicious bread. When I'm not in the mood for those, the brioche burger topped with gruyere and caramelized onions does the trick. I knew it was remarkable when I could not stop thinking about any of those dishes. And pinky up, don't sleep on Laurel. She has the power to overtake any of the restaurants I have listed next on my top five list. It's definitely one to watch. The top five. This category features Miami's strongest restaurants, offering diners a supreme experience. You should be able to snag reservations at any of these with proper planning. You won't find Velvet Rope, Hysteria, or DJs at any of these. What you will find, however, are chefs who execute menus at the highest culinary level, using ingredients sourced locally and of impeccable quality. Every location staffs restaurant teams who exceed the expected hospitality for their guests, memorable and magical. Number five, L'Atelier de Joel Robuchon. The city's Michelin Guide recently awarded L'Atelier the only two Michelin stars in Florida for a second consecutive year. This modern French cuisine concept is about pursuing perfection, attention to detail, and caring about the diner having the ultimate experience. Miamians might be surprised to learn that the overall service is neither stuffy nor intimidating. The restaurant offers a couple of specialty and seasonal tasting menus plus a la carte options. The proprietary dishes are more than just food. They are a taste of Robuchon history. Every dish is executed with mind-blowing precision, top-notch from beginning to end. As a worldwide operation, the restaurant has been through many kitchen changes, but impressively, the delivery has never been rocked, which is unusual and admirable. Number four, Stubborn Seed. Passion, grit, and a playful flair make Chef Jeremy Ford's Stubborn Seed a fierce keeper every year. Service is welcoming and friendly. The upscale dishes and Michelin star solidify its powerhouse status. Chances are you will spot Ford's center stage kitchen, happily cooking away with his contagious smile and culinary umph. Only he can make juggling several restaurants across our counties and family life look easy. Top chef fans, take note, there's always a crudo on the menu. Ordering a la carte is available during the week, but the seasonal tasting menu is always the way to go. And what a ride it is to go through it. Rock on Stubborn Seed. Number three, Ariette, one of my top tried and true spots. I am blessed to have experienced Ariette's evolution from the beginning, and I greatly admire this restaurant's journey. Chef owner Michael Beltran navigated and overcame adversity through the years to get to where he is today. 
Coconut Grove's one Michelin star Ariette sits pretty, solid, and stable, offering diners an array of spectacular experiences set to the tune of a killer playlist. Two chef tasting menus, an a la carte menu, and Miami's sold duck press experience. Every dish is obsessively conceptualized and executed by a tight-knit team, often showcasing Cuban-inspired courses unlike anywhere else. Nouveau Miami Cuisine. Y también tienen tremendo flan. Number two, Fiola. Local chef Danny Ganum brings that Miami heat and passion to the kitchen. The food and service at Fiola Miami are worthy of our praise. I admire the team's ability to execute service beautifully day after day at such a large scale. Said to be inspired by regional Italian classic dishes and family traditions, Fiola's menu offers something for everyone, and the dizzying options can overwhelm. How does one even choose when everything is brilliant? Dinner is always coursed perfectly, and tableside presentations and descriptions flow easily. Each highly curated plate, tray, bowl, and platter showcases the food at its best. Stunning to look at and even better to taste. A new crowd favorite pasta makasi option was a highlight this year for me. The wine program remains one of my personal favorites. You can trust the dedicated and knowledgeable psalms to guide you towards the most suitable option for your palate. Number one, the surf club. The marble and beauty of the surf club is just how effortless it all feels. A well-choreographed and executed performance worthy of a standing ovation. The best, without a doubt. Expect white tablecloths and top-notch ingredients with the absolute best hospitality in South Florida. Consistent since day one, I can assure you that the unmistakable Chef Keller's finesse and signature style come off loud and clear at the surf club. The goal is continental cuisine interpreted for today's contemporary guests. Chef de Cuisine Michael DeSico brings exciting weekly specials to jazz up the classic menu. Sporting a Michelin Guide Florida star for its second consecutive year, the surf club is always a solid choice whenever a guest wants to be spoiled and experience the perfect night. Congratulations to the 2023 Palette Award recipients. We are so lucky to have you. Thank you for visiting, reading, sharing, and listening in. Get out there, Miami, and make your reservations. They all deserve your attention and support. Cheers.